20, 30, cuts midfield, 40, the kicker to beat, see you later. And the 40, and the 30, look at him go, 20, 10, DTR to the house. Here comes Donald, and he spins Burrow around and then trying to throw it away. TDLB, Raiders in the end zone. The Raiders have a touchdown. This is L.A. Football Mondays, talking all things L.A. football with Rams Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. L.A. Football Mondays is brought to you by the Ford F-150 truck with an available interior work surface and 12-inch touchscreen. It's built tough. Visit your local Southern California dealer to test drive one today. And now, here's Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, and Eric Dickerson. All right, we continue on. Uh, hey, if you missed any of the show, download the free iHeartRadio app. You have an opportunity to podcast the show. Kevin puts it up the minute we get off the air. And if you've got the app, listen to the show wherever you go live. You can stream it. The free iHeartRadio app. All right. Uh, if you're just jumping on, we were talking about this fishing tournament in Pennsylvania. We, we, we were talking about, oh, I thought we were talking about something. No, else. no, no, no. Oh, okay. You, you do not want me <laughs> to start asking you certain questions. You like, no, you were really. You do not want that. We, You know. It's bad for us to do that, and I apologize. We I should apologize. never bring anything up that we can't discuss on the air. Right, right. We'll right. get put off the air. You, you should trust me. We cannot bring that up. <laughs> Kevin, just take that out of the podcast. Yes, it'd be like, Kevin. Yeah, yes, take it out. It'd be like, hey, baby. Yeah, no, all right, Eric. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to know. Actually, you do want to know. <laughs> you do want to know. Oh, you do want to know. <laughs> it's not on air. You don't want to know. Yeah, we, we can't do that. Can't believe it. Anyway. All right. We're talking about the fishing tournament in Pennsylvania where two uh, uh, contestants were disqualified after shoving lead weights into the fish. And then after they weighed the fish and these two had won, uh, they cut open the fish and found the weights. And they also found fillets of another fish in the fish. And it, it's a huge controversy in the fishing world. So we wondered how often does this happen and how does it happen? And we have two people who are calling in to share this with us. We'll start with Steve in Redondo Beach. Steve, appreciate your holding. Now, what can you tell us? Well, well, Fred, I, I'll tell you first that you have to realize, like, the structure of, a, like, a bass or a fish's mouth, or in this case, a walleye, they swallow their bait, that the, what they feed on, whole. So their mouths on fish are very large, mm. and they can swallow bait fish that are, you know, the size of, like 12 inches long even. So those little weights with like they're round, which they call an egg sinker are not that big at all. Mm. So when they have the fish, um, they usually like hold it by the mouth, which opens the mouth up and then they just put the weight in there and then they just run it through the water or put water down it right into the stomach. It's not easy or it's not hard at all to get the weight down there. And apparently these guys were, on the radar, not only because of the lie detector, but because they weren't like donating their fish at pr- uh, previous tournaments to local, like local food places, ah, like all the other competitors. I were. get it. So, hey, right. wait. So, so that's what they do after the the catch after the tournament. These guys will donate their fish to a local food market or 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 some yeah, fish company yeah. or restaurant and or whatever. So, yeah, exactly. And I guess these guys were. For a lot of guys, they were on the radar for that alone. And uh, I guess they had like five fish total. Don't eat that fish. Which based off of <laughs> based off of the size of those five fish, were only supposed to weigh something like 20-something pounds, and, and theirs had weighed in like 
well over the uh, the appeared size, you know. So it was, it, to me, it was just a really weird move by them to that they think that they thought they were going to get away with it. Like, well, that, I'm sure they had gotten away with. It. So, so how much mo- do you know? How much money was involved in that in that tournament? No, I don't. Well, what, you know, how, much, how much is how much is normally involved? What, how much is what? How much money is normally involved in you know some a tournament like this? If you if you, yeah, if you have any idea, I mean, you're talking about yeah around a half a million dollars for big Shimano tournaments and big bass bass uh, tournaments mm. in the professional wow. circuit is. Wow. I mean, it's it's not compared it's comparable to golf, but I mean, you're talking the purses up to half a million dollars. Wow. Um, because I wouldn't compare them either to like the big fishing tournaments, like that they have like tuna tournaments or billfish, those annual tournaments, they, the purses can get, like you guys were saying, up to $15 million, stuff like that. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. See, we appreciate your call. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate the information. Thanks for yeah, listening, man. To the show. Thank you. Take it easy. All right. Let's go to Cooper. Now he's also in Redondo Cooper. What do you know? Hey, yeah. How you doing? Um, I know a little bit about it. Well, first off, the purse of this tournament, it's a little smaller tournament. It was just under $30,000. I think it was like twenty nine eight five or something like that. It wasn't very much. Um, and it, like Steve already talked about, you pretty much just have to take the lead weight and just kind of put it in the fish's mouth and stuff it down in the stomach. It's pretty easy to do. Um, as far as uh, what Eric was talking about with um, a big $15 million purse, I think the biggest payout in a fishing tournament was like one point eight million dollars. Nope. So it wasn't that much. No, the one I read is four point five. Four point five million. That was in Southern think, Cal. If those are the Bisbee. It's called the Bisbees, which is a black. It's called the Bisbees back black and blue, which is the biggest fishing tournament in the world. It's a marlin tournament down on the East Cape in Cabo. And the purse may be big, but as far as the biggest payout, it was only like, it was less than two million dollars. I actually know the guy who got the big payout. Um, he was actually another local Redondo Beach captain uh, who moved down there, and he private captains for a boat down there. But um, Those are the biggest tournaments in the world, and Steve also talked about the uh, the Bassmasters fishing tournament. That's kind of, uh, you know, it's just strictly bass, but, you know, they have million-dollar to half-million-dollar payouts in those tournaments. Cool. But nothing, nowhere near $15 million. Well, Cooper, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show, man. Thanks for weighing in. Thanks. Thanks, Cooper. Well, let me tell you something. I'm yeah. telling you, I, I, these guys, they ain't making this up. I right. Mean, no, because because right. they, they got because I asked them how they get so high, and they say the side bets what makes it. What so makes the price, it. the prize money is not 15 million. No, the prize money is X. But but and then the side but, bets, the side bets makes yeah, it to make it up to four, four, 15 million dollars. I'm like, who in the hell would pay 15 million dollars for a fish? He says it's the side bets. I mean, because I mean, the thing, these guys got a lot of money because the, the, the three the three thing MJ. He got plenty of money. The yeah. other guy, Bill Hogland, he has a lot of money. And my guy, Bill Putman, has a lot of money. These, these guys are billionaires. So, what is it for? What, what would it come? I bet you $500,000 that I catch, catch a bitch of fish, fish in you today. Okay, boom. We don't catch nothing. Okay, I bet you another 300000 So, they see all the side bets, it gets up to $15 million. I'm like, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, hey, I don't fish. So, like I told you, if I had, if I had my black ass in that water, something would go wrong. <laughs> well, that's not guaranteed. Eric. Trust me, Fred. Something would go wrong, that's and it wouldn't be good. On, and it wouldn't be good on my. So that's why I know better. You say like you know you know better. You know better. It's like it's like when you see somebody do something. Like, why would you do that? You know you ask for that. Fred, you know you keep getting in the water, messing with animals, and every time you do something bad happens. 
You, you, you should know, Fred. You do that, Fred? Yeah. Me? Yeah, no, you. The, no, the gas is in behind you. No. Do I get in the water and mess with animals? No, I don't. You don't. You, you well, every time you do, what happens? Oh, it's horrible. There you go. That's why he's saying. That's what know. I'm trying to tell you. Now that you don't, you get it. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, you could fish from the side of a lake. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I, I don't. I like eating fish. I don't. I don't. I don't. Nah, I don't fish. I don't do the fish. The fish that's boring. I mean, stand up. <laughs> takes a lot of yeah. takes a lot of patience. I like, have no patience. But just like I said, you got to have some entertainment while you're out there fishing. Yeah. Like yeah, I we know. heard that, Rodney. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Eric, your golf tournament's coming up on the 17th, right? Yes, it is for Young Warriors. For Young Warriors, uh, we having it at Moore Park Country Club on the 18th. We having a party on the the 17th at Bogies. Uh, please oh, come out. Bogies. Oh, Bogies. Bogies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bogies. Come out. Come out to Bogies. Uh, 29 Palms Band of uh, Mission Indians is our title sponsor, so we want to thank them very, very much for, for that. Um, you know, I've been doing this. is This is my fifth year doing this tournament. I do it with my friend Jason Hill, who started Young Warriors. I didn't start yeah. Young Warriors, so he started it. And, uh, man, it's a, it's it's really to help young men become men, you know, to because to, a lot of guys, I mean, I didn't realize this, Fred, until I told you I went down to, to a prison about five years ago, and a lot of the guys in the prison didn't have a man in the household. Matter of fact, there was about 60 guys, and they told each guy to stand up, had all the guys stand up in the line. They said, each guy didn't have a man in the household step forward, didn't have a father. By about 50 of those guys, step forward. It, was, it was shocking just to see how the difference that having a man in the household helps a young man become a young man and knowing how to do the right thing. So, you know, this is what our tournament is all about, is, is helping helping young, young, young boys become men. I will say... Um and, and Eric, you and I go way back and know each other a long time. I know Jason as well. Um, what what you are doing, and it's such an unbelievable cause, and if you can, please, please, please donate. Um, my son, RJ, uh, one of his best friends went through the Young Warriors program. Um, and when you're able to have a male figure in the home, um, it makes a, a huge difference, and it made a difference in, in, in our friend, his name is Wonder, and his life um, just by providing some some male influence in, in the home. And uh, what what you guys do, Eric, is, is is very, very important. So I just I just wanted to echo what you're saying because I know firsthand of what Jason and, and the organization does and how it's helped uh, Wonder, a friend of ours, and how it can help so many other people and other kids and families. Thank you. And I want to thank, like I said, again, I want to thank uh, the 29 Palms and uh, Chairman Daryl Mike. Thank you very much for the donation that you put forward and being a title sponsor. So I want to thank them very much. All right. And if you want more information, uh, youngwarriors.org. Youngwarriors.org. Okay, cool. All right. Let's have some spirituality. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's oh, do it. yeah. To provide that, we welcome on Vic the Brick with the Monday edition of the Daily Haiku with Two. And Vic, good afternoon. He's one with the fish. <laughs> it's Fred Rogan. Hello, Vic. One <laughs> with his number six, USC Trojans, rolled Arizona State at the Collie, Rodney Pete. Ricky Pete. He is all warrior. He's all Hall of Famer. He's Eric Dickerson. Hi, yeah, yeah. 
Providing exhilaration, incredible inspiration, and sensational content 24-7. Todos los días, todos los noches. It's Kevin Figgis. Come on, now. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, it's Ronnie Fascio. Seeking clarity with King Flavor. Ciao. Did you guys watch Saturday Night Live? Opening night of the season? Yes. I did not. No. I did not. I, I checked the ratings. Miles Teller. Oh, you of know course, what? Of course you check the ratings. I checked the ratings. <laughs> oh, gosh, Fred. How are the ratings, Fred? Let's put it like this. If you did see the show, you're in an exclusive group. <laughs> you're, you're, you're the Nielsen man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Fred ratings. Well, what saved the show was Kendrick Lamar, straight out of Compton. Yeah, he was great. Clutch save by Kay Lamar. He dropped... Uh, Two tunes in a pristine setting, very natural, natural light. There was no band. It was Solamente Lamar. He rocked Solamente. Rich Spirit and N95, then a rendition of Father Time from his Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers album. But Kay Lamar, true to the Dodgers, he was representing the Azul Rockin' a Dodger hat. That was Papa Yannis Kendrick Lamar, straight out of Compton, feeling you. Oh, feeling you, K. Lamar. Yeah. Sensational performance by Kendrick. And fellas, big running back weekend in the NFL. How about Austin Eckler going wild for the Bolts? Three touchdowns. Then cousin Josh Jacobs. Dropped like 144 yards. Yeah, how's little cuz doing there, Vic? He got the ball. He ran well. Josh Jacobs ran well for the Raiders. Congratulations, first win of the year. But you like me, was there an NFL record of cutaways during the Charger game of Lovey Smith's beard? That's incredible. Yeah, we talked about it. Rodney thinks he looks like a garden gnome. <laughs> I thought it was spectacular. Spectacular yeah, silver beard. Vic. Vic, that thing, no, there's something no, living no. in there. You got a beard, Vic. I don't yeah. know what he is. Oh, man. James Hart, eat your heart out. Lovey Smith's beard is rocking. Don't you think just a little trim? A little trim. What do you tailor it or trim? Shape, little yeah. shape it up. Trim. Shape it. Trim. Trim. Or you like to let it flow, Vic. Let it flow. I dog Lovey's beard, man. He's like a black Viking. <laughs> he looked tremendous. <laughs> Vic, what? <laughs> Vic, Vic, when's the last time you actually shaved your beard? Oh, many, many years ago. I trim it, but I trim it regularly, but I haven't, sh sha I haven't shaved it for years, Fred. Yeah. Well, you, you, you do a good job with it. Well, thank you. It's... I bow down to, uh, to Lovey Smith. And it's been a running back-centric weekend where they, you know, the running backs haven't got much publicity. 
How about the Broncos' Melvin Gordon fumbling into the arms of the Raiders' Amik Robertson, went 68 to the house. That was a big play of the game. It was a good effort by uh, Bull. Great effort. Try to get Has it. it ever happened to UED or Rodney a ball squirting out of your hands directly into the defender? They return it 70 yards to the house? Well, as a matter of fact, yes. And guess who got it? Richard Dent. <laughs> Did he really? Really? Big Dent. No, Big not, Dent not, not got for it. a touchdown. I don't know. I can recall. Big but, Dent got but, it. And Big Dent was rolling, too. Big Dent was rolling. He, he, yeah, he went about 70. Did he? He scored? Yeah, he scored. Because they, uh, they hit me, and I was trying to keep my balance, and it squirted out of my hands right into his hands. And. I'm down on the ground looking up. I said, "No, I know somebody gonna get it. <laughs> I know somebody <laughs> gonna ta- tackle him." And nobody called Dent. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to ask Richard about ask that. I'm sure he remembers. Yeah, of course he does. He scored. It's such a wild play, Melvin Gordon, the first former Charger running back. You know, he walked out of the news conference when I asked him about it. He got up and walked out. No, he, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He no, he didn't. Kevin, literally, yes. They asked him about the fumble. Sat there for a second, just stood up and walked out. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Nobody. man, that's something you got. You got to take the good with the bad. That's how it works. I mean, you have a good day. If they ask you how how did it feel having that one ninety, you gonna sit there and talk about oh, yeah, that? Oh yeah, be there for all, on the podium all night talking yeah, about man, that. You got a bad day. Want to give a whole lot of love to Jaime Harin. Incredible Saturday at Chavez Ravine. So much love. How about the? Uh, Magnifico performance by Edward James Olmos. He brought the beautiful energy of Dodger Stadium, Chavez Ravine, and Jaime together with Fernando. It was a sensational love fest for the great Jaime Harin. That was just very beautiful. And tonight, it's Mookie Bobblehead Night. Oh, that'll very be Very especial. Oh, yeah. Very especial night. I'm crying because we got Mookie. Yes. And the Catman returns. Big night. Against the Rockies, of course. Listen to it all. This record-setting. Prolific. Grind-a-palooza. Bliss out on the blue. First pitch, 7-ish right here, AM570 LA Sports. Gonsolin is back. Catman. And of course, it all leads back to the haiku. That's it? You just went from Gonsolin's back to the haiku? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Hispanic Heritage Month. Celebrate. And I'm celebrating the great Mexican poet and diplomat, Octavio. Octavio Paz. Oh. OP. What, what's the name? Octavio, Octavio Paz? Octavio Paz. Octavio Paz. Okay, all right. Octavio no, Nobel Paz, Prize yeah. in Literature. Oh. Ambassador of Mexico to India back in the 60s. Very spiritual. Octavio Paz. This haiku for you on this Monday, October the 3rd. The world is born when two people kiss a feeling you. Octavio Paz. I need it again, Vic. Fred was distracting. Yeah, my my bad, Vic. I heard the kiss part. Come on, Fred. The world is born.
when two people kiss. I'm feeling you. Octavio Paz. The world is born when two people kiss. Exactly, Fred. Perfect. That's what it was, Rodney. I kind of liked it. I needed it again, Fred. That's all I'm saying. No, no. I'm just saying, when, when you really think about it, it makes complete and total sense. Two people kiss. And they, the world is born. No, then they have sex. Then a child is born. No, you know, no, 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 talked about people. We don't always kiss and have sex. Fred, where are you going? Where are you going, Fred? Where are you going? I mean, you know, it, 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 now what you, the world is born. The child is born from the kiss. What's up the world? What's up if a man kiss you? When you you gonna get pregnant? The fishing contest has made you more local, Fred. Let me kiss you on the cheek. No, the only man that's ever kissed me on the cheek did not make me pregnant. Would he she wish it? he did, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was a <Yeah>. big fuck. Wish <laughs> 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 he did. <laughs> that was the only man. Made a lot of ladies jealous there, Fred. I'll tell you what. Softest lips you can't imagine. <laughs> see, listen, Fred. Okay. Fred. Rick Fox. You, yeah. know, you know I got the softest hands? Who? Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre does? Man, I shook Dr. Dre's hands. A couple, a couple of years ago at the airport. Met him. And I'm like, I'm like, man, he got soft hands. So my sister was with me. And she shook his hands too. And she was like, when we walked up, she said, Man, that man's hands is soft. Well, Dr. Dre's not done a lot of construction work out. You think not? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Work those keys though. Yep. Yeah, it does. Master of the beats. Oh, Vic's still there? Okay. Vic, nice job. Good job, Vic. Feeling you guys welcome E D into the house. Thank you. Ford Truck Month is here. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer and get behind the wheel of a new Ford F-150 truck. Well, your buddy Chris Hale indirectly has been called out as a member of the NFL Uniform Police. And we'll have to get to that next. Okay. Together, all right, we can make things happen. Presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. This is L.A. Football Mondays. Visit BuyFordNow.com. Now, here's Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete. AM570 L.A. Sports. Oh, yeah, down the home stretch. L.A. Football Monday. Rodney Pete. Fred Rogan. And the Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson. Let's go. All right. Rams 49ers tonight, uh, really early in the season. But Eric and Rodney, both of you, you know, a division game. Uh, two teams that could both win the division. Any more importance on a game like this? Man, no. I mean, it's, it's early in the season. You said it right, it's early in the season. But, the, you know, the big thing is is that until, the, until that NFC Championship game, to me, the Rams always look like they're playing in slow motion, and the 49ers like they're in like warp speed, like 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 it's like it's a sense of urgency. So let's see if tonight, if we start off like we did before, like like it's no big deal, or we go up in warp speed. I mean that's 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 important. I mean, and and can we run the football and can we control the line of scrimmage? Yeah, I, I think it'll be a early season, a, a, a good test. You know, for both these teams, I, I don't think it. Um, right now, we know just how good the Rams are this year. Um, I know they've had some some guys banged up. Got to get Allen Robinson going. Got to get him going. Um, keep Cam Akers in the mix. Um, but it, it's it's gonna. You know, I think it's it's not a defining game or anything like that. 
but it's a it's a game kind of a measuring stick game of kind of where where both teams are and and how you know is Jimmy G settling in at quarterback now knowing that he's the guy going forward in the rest of the season um you know is, is Matthew Stafford going to come back and get back into form it's one of those big tests early in the season it's a divisional game, so that makes it very important. They need to win. You need to win all your divisional games you possibly can. That's that's important, and it's a rivalry. It's a big rivalry, as you'll see tonight. I'm telling you, there's no love lost between these two teams. Have you guys been to that stadium in Santa Clara? I have. Yeah. Okay. I'm told it's not great. It's not. It is. No. It's it's wacky. And wh- and why didn't they? They should have put it right back where Candlestick was. I mean, honestly, yeah, that was such a great spot. That was such a great spot. I mean, you see the aerial view of it. I'm like, wow. I mean, I don't think they could get it from a from a legislative standpoint. That was the that was the issue why they went to Santa Clara because Santa Clara basically opened up everything for them. I think they gave them the land or something like that. It was a deal. There was a reason why they they went to Santa Clara. But yeah, I don't like the stadium either, especially if they have those one o'clock games or even a four o'clock game is worse because that sun beats right mm-hmm. down on that one side of the stadium that makes it uncomfortable for that side. Yeah, that that's what I heard. That yeah. after it was built, even the NFL looked at it and went, "What did you guys do?" Yep. It's like they yeah. put it. In the wrong place. Yeah, the the situational, yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the field, the way the dynamics go, uh, makes it uncomfortable because it is a it sun is beating on you from that direction. And it's just oh, it's not a really like like no. wow, like a like like you want to say, wow, it's a nice stadium, especially for mm-hmm. the Bay Area. Thank and you all for the, the money Bay. there. And right. You would think that they would have a SoFi type of stadium, right? And they really don't. Yeah, because they don't have a SoFi type of owner in Stan Kroenke. No. No. I know that. Who's right. got the money? Uh, last week, Jalen Ramsey was asked about. Or yesterday, Jalen Ramsey was asked about player safety. And uh, he talked about it, and then he just kind of spun off in a different direction. <laughs> Listen. No, for real, let's, let's talk about it. Like like getting fined for socks, um, tights, or BS, or or anything like that. Like, that got to, like, we need to start talking about, like, that needs to not be talked about as much. Like, I get fined every week. Y'all probably know. It don't matter to me no more. I'm going to continue to get fined because I'm going to be swaggy out there. I'm going to wear the same thing this week, too. So I'm ready for the fine. Come on with it, right? But, like, I play the game with integrity, right? I play the game the right way. I try to make sure people are safe. Like, obviously, I want to go out there and hurt my opponents and and strike fear and all that. But I don't want to injure nobody, right? Um, But, like, that's what the game is about. It's not about the other BS. Like, I I just wish um, maybe I could start the conversation right now, like, that's what it needs to be about. It needs to be about player safety, like all that good stuff. How can we protect the players as much as we can so we can go out there and give y'all a good performance and a good, like, have entertainment to watch, like, and still at the same time be swaggy. Like, if we want to go out there and look good and it ain't hurting the integrity of the game, like, why y'all finding me $10,000 for my socks? Like, that don't make no sense. It's cool. I'm going to get fined again, Like, right? You know what I mean? I'm going to do something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give all that money. I'm going to just match the money, right, and give it to charity. That's what I'll do. Like, I'll figure out some charities to, to match the money and give it to. But, like, these high school kids, they think I'm swaggy. They think I look good on game day, and they think I play the game the right way. Anyway, I went on a little rant, but you had me thinking, like, that's what it's about, right? We want to think about protecting guys and making sure guys not hurt and injured in the integrity of the game, not my damn socks anyway. All right. Uh, now, we know that uh, the NFL does have uniform police and monitors on the sideline of every game. Chris Hale, your buddy. Yeah. He's not my buddy. <laughs> He's not our buddy. He's a short little... <laughs> 
I, I, is, I, is I send him a garden I send him a is text. He garden man. Oh, he man, he most definitely the garden gnome taller than him. Oh, he, I send him a text. Let's say we've been to talk about you. Say and y'all as, as well as y'all should. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a lot of pride in that what he does there, Fred Rogan. Yes, he is a uniform police uh, officer on game day for the Rams, and that's who Jalen Ramsey is, is specifically talking about. Is uh, is our our boy Chris Hale? And <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in a bigger scheme of things, he is Jalen Ramsey is is absolutely right in, in terms of there's so many issues that we could be dealing with and focused on in terms of like you mentioned player safety uh, um, rights of players players after they're done playing in terms of health and all the things and these fines that you want to put on and put that towards you know health coverage for retired athletes and players that have played in the league and guys that can't get knee surgeries after spending 10 years in the league. I mean, there's just so many things, I think, what he was talking about that should be should require the focus rather than if your socks are, are an inch too, uh, too low or something like that. Now, I get it. Look, you can't just go out there and wear whatever you want to wear. Um, there, there has to be some sort of of regulation in terms of uniform. Otherwise, you know, some guys would take advantage. You know, they would come out and wear wife beaters over there. <laughs> shoulder pads, you know, with, with crayon as numbers or something like that. I, you know, there would be guys that take advantage. Uh, I'm jokingly when I said, you know, to that extent, but there would be guys take advantage. So you got to have some sort of code. Um, but to really find guys actual money, if they're a little bit off of their, you know, sock height or jerseys untucked a little bit, I, that's a little much. Man, you know I agree with that. I mean, and Chris, you are you are not the problem. It's some of these players the problem. But you know, you you have a job to do. I say that to you. Yes. But one, but one thing is, is that I, I agree with I agree with you, Rodney. Man, these fines are, are crazy, and and the money goes back to the NFL. And they lie and say it goes to charity. It goes back to the owners. It don't go to no charity. That money goes back to the owners. You know, I guarantee you, at the end of the year, I bet they've collected $50 million in fines. No. I mean, that, what, Fred? $50 million? Fred, I, think about all the teams. Think about all the teams. Sometimes some of them fines on, on, a, on, on a Sunday is $250,000. Even Chris said some of the fines are crazy. All right, it's not just uniform well, fines. So it's, it's, it's all other, kind of fines. Think about it. They got shields. Hits. I mean, it's, it's a legal hits. Legal hits. It's all kind of fines. But, but a lot of it are uniforms. So think about I mean, I think most guys going to have a, a fine because they want to they, they look good. They want to have their tights on. Think about it. That fine there is $10,000. Okay, $10,000 times what? Six, what, 17 weeks? That adds up. And it's just not him. Think about all the other players on other teams that got those $10,000 fines. You know, Jalen Ramsey makes a lot of money. You know, so it, it's not bothering him now. Now, I think later he'll probably wish, man, I was a damn fool for yeah. doing that. I mean, he played, he he paid all the fines for the players a week ago when they played Arizona. He paid all the fines. Those fines, I, I guarantee you, in excess of a, a hundred grand. That's just and think about it. That's just one guy. That's that's one player. Think about all the all the players in the league. I mean, those fines in, in on a Sunday, those fines are going to always exceed. I bet you thirty thousand dollars. At least it ain't gonna be no like five hundred dollars, ain't nothing like that. Them fines, them fines excessive because I, I talked to Chris about it, and the thing is, and it's, it's right. Chris made a great point. He said, "I asked one guy, okay, man, let me ask you a question. Would you go to Nordstrom's and pay ten thousand dollars for some socks?" He said, 
No, he said, exactly. He said, one guy said, okay, you're right, I get it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. but think about that. Would you go pay $10,000 for some socks? Hell no. Or $20,000 for wearing a shield? Matter of fact, Kyler Murray, they were going to find him $50,000. Chris told me that they, they, the league called him and said, hey, make him take that headband off. I think whatever it had on it, make him take that headband off. They were going to find him fifty grand. And he, he he took it off because he wasn't he didn't want to take it off. So, I mean, but like, Rodney, you're right, man. All the money they they get, they need to do something really productive with that money. You know, like help the help the retired players. But NFL ain't gonna do that. That's too much. Like right. <laughs> you ever get fined? Uniform fines? You the one of yeah. you? Yeah, I got fined. Yeah. I got fined one time, five hundred dollars for socks. I'm like, oh hell no, because my socks like I kept pushing them down. I like my socks now. I like I like them down. I don't even get it. How come you can't have skin shine? What, what, what's the big deal? I mean, so what? It's, it's like, this is a contact sport. Get your socks up. Pull your socks up. I'm like, damn, yeah. man, I'm, I'm playing football. I'm not here trying to be in a fashion show. I mean, and they put me out the game for a play. Go out for a play. And I got fined. I, didn't never, I never did that crap again. Yeah, it's, um, and that's the thing that makes it, you know, you, you get frustrated with it because it's tedious stuff like that. If your socks, you know, you got to show, maybe it was like, you got to show so much white. Right, uh, and because the, the socks are are two tone, right, white at the bottom and your color of your team at the top, and and it had to come up to a certain. It, literally, we have meetings before the season <laughs> on how to wear your uniform. I mean that that takes up time in a day that they had to have meetings. Every team has a meeting on uniform and how you're supposed to wear it, and everybody alters their their uniform in a certain to a certain extent. Um, and if I get if it's crazy and egregious and it's just wild, you're out there being crazy. But if it's a little thing, like I got fined for my towel, a lot of times my towel was too long. Too long, I said. Well, it's too yeah. long. It's going to be like eight, nine inches or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Seriously, how long yeah. the towel yeah. is? Long my yeah. towel. Yeah, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Man, that's, that's how that's how that's crazy how they are. That's, God. That's that's how. I mean, think about that. I mean, think about like think about all the guys that wear shields. Those dark yeah. shields. Those dark yeah. shields are illegal. They find, they find them every week for those shields. Now yeah. think about this. They're illegal. Think about how many guys wear yeah. them. Because yeah. they say you get a concussion, they can't see your eyes. Tell, take the helmet off. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they get fined. Like I think Zeke wears one every week. I mean, so yeah. many running backs wear the dark shields. I mean, and they yeah. they get they get fined for it. To me, that's just a way for the NFL to get some of that money back, and they giving it to them. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's crazy, and especially like I said, um, and I would pay that fine. Because as a quarterback, I needed a thicker, longer towel to keep my hands dry and and make sure that I was okay for every single snap. But um, but yeah, I would I would I would end up paying that fine. They find me for it. That's a lot of money. I'll tell that's, you what. Yeah. That's a lot of money. But think about that, Fred. Think about the whole NFL. Every team. Oh, was it thirty-two teams? Now thirty-two teams. Yeah, thirty-two teams. You know. Every play on each team, it's, it's a fine. It's, it's going to always be fines. But yeah. they're not always $10,000. No, 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 no. It's repeat. repeat, repeat you got, you got repeat offenders. You got repeat offenders. But some guys don't never stop. And some are more. Yeah. You got to think. If I'm wearing a shield, I want to wear my shield a whole season, I'm getting fined every game. Like like I think Zeke. Okay, you ain't got no eye problems, so they're going to find you. So you 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 can count on that's that fine there is probably going to cost him $20,000 per game. So twenty thousand dollars per game. I mean that that adds up, and that's just one guy. Then you get and you get so you got eight eight or nine other guys, and a thousand five hundred, yeah. fifteen hundred, ten thousand. Man, those those fines add yeah. up in the year. You'd be and, surprised. And, and we you know we <laughs> we joke about Chris, and he's just one guy, right? For that works for the Rams. There there are other guys around the league that do the same job, and and some of them 
And you know, Eric, some of them, those guys, they not they not good. they not good guys, right? They just out there like like the guy that finally got a job at Authority and wants to over do over. his job. Oh yeah, they got so many guys out there like that will will find you for the least little thing and no warning and no warning no, right, or anything no warning. like that. You know, at least you know Chris will go up and talk to the guy like he was talking about with Kyler Murray. Right. Hey man, they going they I got a call. They going they want to find you for that head. You know, you got to take that off. Um, and give guys a chance to kind of fix or correct it. Where there's a number of guys in Chris's position that would just say, write you up. Write you up, right, write you up. Mm-hmm. Ford Truck Month is here. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer and get behind the wheel of a new Ford F-150 truck. All right, we're back to wrap things up. AM570 LA Sports. From the Rams to the Raiders to the Chargers, this is LA Football Mondays on AM570 LA Sports. Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete are presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. Visit buyfordnow.com. Remember, keep your socks pulled up. All right, uh, Ronnie, Kevin, great job. Appreciate it as always. Eric, Mondays are so much fun. It's good to get everybody back together. Yeah. The old team. All right. We'll see you next Monday, and Rodney, we'll get them tomorrow. Right on. Oh, don't forget. Petro some money right now. Oh, you almost did it. Or at BJ's Restaurant and Brew House in Burbank. They're giving away playoff tickets for the Dodgers. Monday night football tickets to see the Chargers Broncos. BJ's Restaurant is home to award-winning handcrafted beer, signature deep dish, dish pizza, and the world-famous Pazuki dessert. Everybody go out there. I don't know. I think Petro... No. That's wrong. I think Matt is buying. You think? I think everything's on Matt. Everybody head to BJ's in Burbank now. To live and die